on, everybody. You listen to another episode of Loud About Nothing. It's me, your boy, the fucking hottest dude in the podcast game, Sebastian Canelli. And as always, as always, we got the cute boy here himself, Robbie Boy. Robbie. Robbie. What's up, Sebastian? What's going on with you today? You're six foot, seven foot, eight foot bunch. <laughs> What's going on with you, Mr. Tallboy? Well, we're, we're making Oh, amends. let me enter the guest before we make fun of All you. Right. Okay, tremendous, tremendous. We have a fucking TikTok superstar on today. Okay. We have literally a, one of the funniest comedians out there. You got to check him out. He's got shows Thursday, April 21st at Asylum. That's where we do our show, all those hotties out there. Uh, it's called Man and Woman. You got to check this show out before he brings it to Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Uh, then he also has a show the next Thursday called Gorge Nights at Union Hall, 7.30. So please go check those two shows out. And if you don't want to leave your fucking house and you're not from New York, go listen to his podcast, Going Out with Jake Cornell. Give it up for Mr. Jake Cornell. Hello. <laughs> All right, was, now let's that get... was the best podcast intro I've ever received. That's also, no, the, really? best, hands that's also the best podcast intro Sebastian has ever delivered. It was phenomenal. <laughs> was Absolutely. it really? Oh, it was incredible. It was incredible. <laughs> I'm so proud of myself. You know what it is? I've just given over. I'm going to write it down, read it, and then I'm just going to... This isn't an audition. Yeah, you don't need to be off book. Yeah. I just get, I get stressed that someone's like, how does he not know my show? My shows? Why would you I know do? my shows? I wouldn't. No, there's I no wouldn't. reason for you to know. It would actually be... I think you should be scared if you came over here and I knew all your show dates. <laughs> yeah. I'd be shocked. I'd be, well, I would maybe be like, he looked it up because I'm coming on the podcast. But yeah. otherwise, I'd be like, if we were at a bar, if I ran into you and you're like, oh, you have men and women at Asylum on April 21st at 9.30 yeah. p.m., I'd be like, that's a little concerning. Yes. Yeah, you're the yeah, rain yeah. man of like yeah. New York City comedy shows. You see someone and you could list all their shows. Oh, my God. No. That, that would exists. be wild. That, yeah, that, definitely. That person. That person. 100%. Oh, yeah. I do. I've seen them in front rows of every show. Absolutely. You know? I, They're scary. No, they're also concerning. your patrons. So. Oh, they're also probably listening to the pod, <laughs> yeah. and we love you, bro. We, <laughs> we love them. That one specific dude, you know who you are. We <laughs> no. fucking love you, bro. I don't know your name, but it is what it is. Oh I know my what God. you look like, and I know you asked some girl at once. <laughs> no way. Is this real? <laughs> yes. I know they asked some girl at, that also goes to my shots. And the girl sent me a message. Be like, who's that dude in the front row of your shows? Building a community. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's what oh, it please. is. I just want people that like me to be fucking. Absolutely. That's that's incredible. I don't want to fuck. I just want peripheral fucking. Yeah, the love. You're the love guru. Everyone around you just fuck thank it. you. Yeah. Love guru, no accent. Love guru. No accent. <laughs> That's me, 100. percent So, Robbie, what's going on with you today? What's what's the deal? No, no, I'm making a, a makeshift. No one studio. would have known. We have a makeshift no, studio. No, we can't. We can't let this ego we go can't. to his head that he's sitting a little bit taller all right, than all of us. I'm not as tall as you guys. Okay, beautiful. That's a fact. I love. I'm this. also not tall enough to be taller than this uh, microphone stand that we have here. I love that, Robbie. Um, so I added three pillows, so I do look a little ridiculous. A hundred percent. He also does the shoe lifts where he puts the. No, I the don't. Heels. Oh, oh, I do not do that. He puts I the do heels. Not do that. You don't seem. How tall are you? I'm like five ten. That's normal. That's not short. I wouldn't even call 5'10 short. 5'9 is on the shorter side. 5'9 is on the... There's a big debate. On, on your TikTok on my currently? TikTok how tall <laughs> if 5'9 is short or not. Oh, wait, really? So I've is, just stumbled onto a TikTok? 100%. Is 5'9 short is the big question. Yeah. I would say that 5'9 is the the height for a, for a man mm -hmm. where I would say they could say I'm a shorter guy and I wouldn't contradict them. I wouldn't like look at a five nine guy and be like fucking shorty, but yes, like, yes, yeah. but like if someone five nine was like, and I'm a shorter guy, I wouldn't like contest them on that. Yeah, yeah, Does that make yeah. Sense? yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the consensus on the TikTok was five nine in shoes, short five nine not in shoes, 
not that short. It pushes you above the 5'10". This threshold. is really semantics at this point. That sounds like a 5'9 guy reaching. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. 100%. Yeah. This is a guy that's going, uh, All right, there's like, also what do we one measure queen? from the bottom of the dick or the top of the dick? There's you know? So- <laughs> when those guys, when they're yeah. arguing whether it's the bottom or the top of the dick, that's how you know it's a small dick. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's fine. Because I measure from the bottom, queens. <laughs> If you know, you know, motherfucker. Uh, tremendous. Uh, this is great. Jake, I want to talk to you. Uh, I listened to a couple of your podcasts. They are so funny. You got to go Thank check you. them out. Um, yeah. Going out, huh? Yeah. I love it. I do. I love I'm that. surprised. Has it existed before? Is this? It's a phenomenal idea. The premise of the podcast? Yeah. I don't great. know. I kind of, I've never I did. heard of I mean, it. it's kind of impossible to look at. There's no like database to be like, does this podcast exist? But I don't think, I haven't found one where it specifically talks about people going out and like nightlife yeah in terms of like yeah. how different people do it i think there's like nightlife focused ones but i kind of talk to people who do like restaurants people who don't go out so it's like it's kind of fun to talk to all the different people and see like what they do it also came at a great time where people just start going out again well that's why i that was like where the idea came from was like when things were locked down i missed going out so much and then oh. like it kind of came up like do you want to do a podcast and i was like yeah and like let me just talk about this because i like miss it what's your ideal night give me ideal night ideal night or best night you ever had Ooh. Okay. I'm going to do ideal because best night it's hard. Okay. So for me, what a normal, like ideal night with the caveat, we're not talking about going out on a day vibe, like a Sunday day thing. Cause that can also be magical. If we're talking specifically going out at night, I would say my ideal night is the nights that make me feel the happiest at the end of the night was when there was no itinerary going in. So maybe I was like, Sebastian, I'm going to meet you for drinks at at five or six. And then we're there and like, and then we're like, actually like, let's like, wait, let's text Robbie. Like what, what's going on? And then we all end up at dinner. What a crew. And then like, um, and then you, you bump into someone and they're like, and oh, then I heard like, about this thing. And then like four of you were at trying this new restaurant down the street that like someone mentioned was good and yes. you didn't have a reservation, but you got in Ugh. and then like drinks after. And then like ideally home by I would say two, so we're not devastated in the morning. Cause if you're too fucked up in the morning, it yeah. kind of sours the memory from the night before, for me at least. Oh, that is a good point. So I would love to be like, we started at five, just kind of like you and me, we had the whole night blocked off, but we didn't have any plans. And yeah. then like it kind of snowballed into this big fun thing. Maybe uh-huh. we like ended up at a like doing karaoke at a bar or whatever, or you know, whatever it might be. I'm not a karaoke man, but I mean, honestly, me not not really me either, yeah. but something like that, like something quite kind of unexpected. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I that's like that. Like my fave. I kind of like when it just there. It feels like there was like a little bit of like a magical momentum. Like that happened one of the first nights back when people started going out again. I remember Nate and I were Nate's my boyfriend. Um, boyfriend. We're out at um, beautiful this bar. man. Be- Gort, so handsome. I see him lifted at the gym sometimes. Yeah. He's him. getting into lifting. I know. I see him. Yeah. He's on um, the back. I just go like this. <laughs> <laughs> You're not on his tier at the gym? No, I, you shouldn't wave. Uh, I, I don't uh, think you should talk that much wait, at the gym. I appreciate this, guys. I'm at the gym the other day. I run in. I see this comedian, another comedian, Charlie Barty. I don't know if you guys know him. I don't know. Very funny guy. He also, we go to the same gym. Yeah. Uh, I'm on the bench press. I see Charlie. I wave hi. He waves back. I go to do a set. I was over ambitious with my weights. Oh, no, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I get trapped under my bar. I'm stuck. You're pinned. And I, I look at Charlie, and I'm like, and he's like, hi, I saw you the first time. And I'm like, oh, so I'm going to die here. Like, I'm stuck under this bar. And I was like, and then this other guy was like, do you need help? And I was like, yes. And then he came over and helped, and Charlie was like, I am so sorry. Like, I thought you were just saying hi wow. again. But I was trapped under a bar. 
Yeah, interesting. It's at, you know what sucks about the gym over there? That you can't really get behind those benches. No. So, like, I'm sure the guy to unpin you, he climbed over your Absolutely. lap. Absolutely. I was at that gym, and someone pinned themselves, and I had to get up from my thing and go lift it up. And I'm, like, straddling yeah, the guys. Yeah, you crotch over him 100%. Yeah. That's where you have to be. We're grinding, lying down. Yes. We're dry humping at this point while he's got Absolutely. 225 on his chest Absolutely. and 300 on his waist. You know? <laughs> right? The other day I was at the gym and I absolutely started laughing out loud because this guy goes, this guy goes, hey, can, hey, bro, can you spot me? And this other guy was like, sure. Comes over, does get behind to spot him. Uh, this man is benching minimum 350. The man he asked to spot him may, weighs 110 pounds maximum. I was uh, like, what? You're, <laughs> what did you think was, what are you? And I watched the guy who goes to spot like realize in the moment like I'm if this man can't lift this we're all fucked like yes, and he's yes, just like yes. <laughs> like as it was so funny I know oh yeah in college I used to love there would be kids like the juicy frats and they would go, Did you go to college the college of New Jersey I'm from Jersey okay cool um do you always say I'm from Jersey after you say college of New Jersey yeah I say something <laughs> is that yeah do you, I don't you just have leave to give it. it caveats no like, yeah school's good enough you don't yeah, have to I go. actually think I do this I went to TCNJ. I went to my state school so I'll yeah. usually be like UVM I'm from Vermont yeah 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 yeah, yeah I, it's, a, it's similar UVM I'm from Vermont it's like a caveat of sort of saying like don't think that me choosing to go to UVM is indicative of any part of my personality. Yeah, yeah. Part of the reason it was is because it was my state school. Yeah, that's, yes. like that's what it, it was. My state school. Yeah. Oh, okay. uh, that that's wasn't Rutgers. the state school there. There's Rutgers. There's like five state schools. Oh, tremendous. Um, but anyways, they're the the guys in the Jack Frats. They would go to the the gym. And juicy frats, I believe. The juicy, yeah. Juicy. Let's, let's juicy. keep them juicy. All right, okay. uh, juicy <laughs> was to imply that they were on steroids. Oh, okay. But, but I like juicy. It would let's be. Keep them juicy. It would be like when two. The two guys would be doing the bench press. One guy would be getting a bicep workout. One, it was like, how much weight can I curl and you bench? Like that's the, what's the maximum yeah. that we could do it's together, all so yeah. that like it could appear that the guy is benching four hundred pounds or whatever. But it's really like this guy could curl one fifty or one twenty, and he could bench three hundred. So what's that together? Four hundred. We just want to look as jacked as possible right. as a tandem. Yeah. If that makes that's sense. That's deeply homoerotic. Like going, like, that's, <laughs> like going into it, not with the guy's maxes. Yeah. yeah. But that's yeah. what they would do. And you would just be like, this is not a bench workout. Lifting really. is a little homoerotic. Absolutely. At the end of the day. Absolutely. Yeah. You watch these men staring at themselves in the mirror, like rubbing their muscles. And I'm like, you can't be that objectively attracted to your own male body and not have any thoughts about other male bodies, right? I guess you know. I the, agree. 100%. There is this thing. This Vince McMahon, before he like came out with wrestling, he came out with like a bodybuilding like show, and it's just like men just showing off their bodies. And yeah. I'm like, this is very homo. It's fine. And there's nothing wrong with it. It's yeah. yeah. I mean, nothing. Official stance of the pot. <laughs> nothing wrong with lifting. Uh, no, yeah, but it is very like if you like your body that much, you must like other bodies that are similar to that. Right, a hundred percent. Oh, they do, and they like. Oh, he's got the best track. Like, there's a whole world. Also, when you stop thinking about it as gendered, I'm like, pecs are boobs. Pecs are tits. They're just a different shape. Like, it's yes. like yeah. our brains perce don't perceive them that differently. Well, people honestly. online are starting to call them tits. Yes, pecs. Exactly. They're starting to call them tits, and yes. I fucking love that because we all just have tits. We. All have tits. I'm happy that's the word we landed on <laughs> out of all the all the drugs, boobs, <laughs> right? Breasts, bazookas, yeah. right? We landed on tits. For which everyone? Is my, yeah. I, think, I, I would say tits is the best one. Tits is the... I get yelled at if I say boobs. 
People don't like boobs. <laughs> the word. People, people like boobs. But if I say it, I go, oh, yeah, I like your boobs. Right? I don't. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Time out. Time out. I'm not saying that. that was a non- <laughs> What's the, the context? The double, the double O is a non-sexual sound. Yes. Ooh. Ooh. Like, Ooh. It's, not, <laughs> yeah. it's in a word, it's non-sexual. But booty? Booty? Is that sexual? If I was having sex with someone and they were like, I love your booty, I'd be like, it's over. <laughs> oh, no. Ass is sexual yeah, to yeah. me. Oh, uh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, booty is like what someone tells you in the fifth grade. Shake your booty, yeah, right? It's like very, same with yeah. like tits is great. I think titty is pejorative. Unless you say it's probably yourself, but calling them titties is like uh-huh. a little condescending to me. Okay, okay. We do one tit at a time. <laughs> <laughs> we never do the plural. We do one tit and then no, the other. Tits no, is cool. tits, tits is plural. Tits. The, oh, the IE adds a little. Titties. The IE adds something to it that I'm I'm pro. I prefer tit to titties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. This is good. we're getting down to the nitty gritty. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know? Wait, can I tell you? This is like a total veer off topic. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking of you a lot this morning because I think I had an experience this morning that would have given you agita that would have ended your life. What happened? Oh no. So I'm a weak man. Yeah, no. Everyone knows. The threshold like, for Ajita to end his life. I was is like, this low. actually, I think like this series of events would really fuck Sebastian up. Yeah. Okay. So. Two days ago, I realized I really needed a haircut and a beard trim. Like, okay. bad. Tremendous. You, you look good. Thanks. I came here from the barbershop. Oh, oh did wow. you? Yeah. So, very, like, and I was, and I am like, I have to do something for work this weekend. I was like, oh, I actually, like, objectively have to get my haircut this weekend. Yeah. So, I'm sure, I'm going to venture, you assume, you you're the one of the most monogamous relationships in your life is between you and your barber, right? I don't actually have a barber like that. Okay, so it's not going to cause Ajita to It's you, not right? going to cause Ajita to me like that at all. Okay, so I... Because I, I've lived in so many different like locations now. Fair. When I was in Staten Island, I had a barber when I was a kid. Okay. But now, and once I moved to Brooklyn, no. So I've had... I've probably, in the eight years I've lived in New York, only had three barbers. Interesting. Pretty monogamous with He's like barber. that with... Yeah, with, I have with, one. He has one. Yeah. And he overpays. Curly hair, you have to. I feel yeah, like... Yeah, let's not talk you. about the Thank curly you. hair. He's so fucking annoying. <laughs> how am I annoying? No, but curly <laughs> hair, you can't fuck around. They'll not... Not everyone knows how to do it. So I call my barbershop to be like, I need to make an appointment with my guy. Yeah. There, my guy is... a. My guy's like available, but not none of the times work for me. Like they're oh. all... One was during this, one was during that. I was like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's not working. And I was like, I have to get my hair cut. Yeah. I'm like, I can't show up to the barbershop, have him be there see me getting a haircut from someone else. Uh, sure. Disrespectful. That is disrespect. I agree with disrespectful. that. Disrespectful. I'll never so, go to the same place and get a different haircut from a different Yeah, place. okay, so you get that. Yeah, yeah, that's disrespectful. So there's two locations in Brooklyn of this barbershop. Okay. Uh, I go, I'm just going to go to the other location. Great. There's a guy there I've had do my beard before who I like. The only thing about him is that he's very meticulous and he always takes too long. He's always running late. Uh-huh. And he always, like you show up, he's like running late yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. it always is like an issue, but he does a phenomenal job. Uh-huh. So I was like, I'm gonna go see him instead, and I'm gonna go at 10 o'clock when they open, mm. so he can't be running late. Yeah, first client of the day. I get there at 10 a.m. when they open. Beautiful. He's like, I need five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Needs five minutes. <laughs> he needs five minutes. Was he doing? Up. He's not set up. Oh, okay. 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 I'm not, I'm chill. It's a yeah, It's yeah. a gorgeous day out. I have a podcast to do today and nothing else. Like I'm. Good. Oh, that's oh amazing. I'm yeah, 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 yeah. So I sit outside. I'm on my phone. Gorgeous day. I'm in the sun. Oh. Two minutes go by. I hear. Hey, look up, Barbara from the other shop. Oh, no. 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 Yep. And what happened then? Um, I go, wait, are you? So this, my barber oh, used no. to cut hair at this location. Yeah. Moved to the other location. 
So I go, oh, did you move back to this location? He goes, no, I'm still at the other one. And in my mind, I'm like, then what the fuck are you doing here? Yeah. So I go, damn, I tried to schedule. This is true, though. I go, I tried to schedule with you, but I really need a haircut for this weekend, so I had to go with someone else. And he's like, oh, no, that's totally fine. I'm having a panic attack. Yeah, 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 yeah Absolute yeah, yeah, yeah. panic attack. This, this person does sneaky. not care at all. Oh, he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> he's on his phone as you're talking, uh, probably. Yeah. So then I go, so then that part passes. I think we're through all the stress. I get inside. I'm going for a haircut and a beard trim. Both my hair and my beard are way too long and unkept. I'm irritated. Sure. Okay. I sit down at the barbershop. He does my haircut. I'm very happy with it. Yeah. As we're, I would say three quarters away through the haircut, this guy walks in. He's like, hey, I'm this guy's, t- um, let's call him Jim, my bar- the barber. Okay. Jim, changing the name. He goes, hey, I'm Jim's 1030. I'm looking at the clock. It's 1020. We haven't even started on my beard. <gasps> like, this isn't good. He's a slow beard. <laughs> If you think he's and I, he's more meticulous about the beard than he is the hair. Wow. So I'm like, we're getting into danger territory. Yeah, yeah. So then yeah. that he's like, yeah, he's still working on this guy. Go wait outside. So that guy go, goes and waits outside. We're wrapping up the hair, and I'm watching how much he's like brushing me off and cleaning up, and I'm like, he doesn't know I signed up for a beard trim. Oh. I'm gonna have to say something. I'm oh, say something. that would give me Ajita. So I'm yeah. This is when I thought of you. Yeah. I was like, oh no. It was, the, it was the sandwich of the two where I'm yeah. starting to be like, yeah, this yeah, is yeah, hell. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I'm praying, I'm misreading it. I'm like, no, he's, he knows what he's got to do. Uh, and I'm like, surely the door guy, like the guy, the receptionist who like runs everything, told him. But the, here's the thing about the door guy. He's hot, which means he's bad at his job. <laughs> you heard it here. If you're hot, you're probably bad at your job. You, it's, that is, I'm, there's science behind that. Uh, you say ugly people are better at jobs? I would say that if you have gone through life traditionally hot, there has been less pressure on you to be good at things your entire life. This is amazing. This I is don't truly, think, yeah, yeah, it's, I it's don't fact. Think, yeah. So the group projects, hot people in, in the group project do barely anything. Ev- ever. 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 And all work is is a group project that you're getting paid for. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, this hot man did not tell. Did not tell. This barber that I also have a beard trim. And I'm like, and I need the beard trim. Because now, especially, I've had my hair cut. My beard looks oh, even yeah, crazier. Oh, yeah, definitely. Ratio. Oh, Yeah. So I'm like, he's going to know. He's going to know. I'm just being anxious about it. He takes the cape fully off. And I have to go, oh, I actually, and I, mind you, it's now 1035, almost 1040. There's a guy waiting outside. He's running late and I can tell he's stressed. And I have to go, oh, I actually also signed up for a beard trim. He goes, you did? Mm -hmm. He goes, you want your beard trim? And I go, yeah, I I, I, I signed up for a haircut and a beard trim. He looks up at hot guy. Hot guy goes, yeah. Knew the whole time. Oh! <laughs> I didn't get out. I didn't get out of there until ten fifty. Oh my god! And that day, he literally everyone is. I ruined up. this barbershop. It's I burned it to the ground. The whole day is destroyed. <laughs> but I did, that hot receptionist did. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I knew I was gonna be on camera for this. I can't come with a. Cri- what is that? <laughs> no, you can't. So you yeah, can't. I had a little bit of agita, but we're fine. Oh please! I wonder if oh, this is why were... he's late every day. He just starts the day twenty minutes behind. Yeah, maybe and it's then not it's the just, barber. It just. I just think there needs to be a clear communication of, of what you you need to know. Are you doing a haircut <laughs> and a beard trim? You know yes. what I mean. Well, this is, I mean, this is so fun. You need to just go into, you are the uh, John Taffer of barbershops. <laughs> is, is John Taffer the bar rescue guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just going in there, reaming them. There used, used to be think, yeah. there used to be a show called that called Tabitha Salon Takeover. What? On Bravo and Tabitha, she would go in. It was less barbershops and more like women's salons, but yeah. it was 
It was so good. It was like, this is what's wrong with it. Let's fix it. She was this, like, she's like this British lesbian who's like incredibly severe, but like really good at hair. And yeah, she would yeah. just be like brutal. It was so good. Do you think being mean makes people respect you, the job that you do more? No. I like that. Do you, Robbie? No. Because Not there at was all. a phase Not where. Even... Remotely. There, well, there was a phase where there was all these like chefs that would come into restaurants. Yeah, 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 it was like being mean proves how oh. good you are at something, right? Yeah. It I, sounds like she was one of those people. She was like, she wasn't like cruel. She yeah. was just like really British and dry. So she would be like, "Do you think that haircut looks good?" <laughs> like it wasn't mean. Yeah, she wasn't yeah, being yeah, like, yeah. This ugly person looks like shit. But yeah, she would yeah. be like, "Do you think that haircut looks good?" Yeah. And they'd have to be like. Yeah, and she'd be like, okay, well, the layers are uneven. You know what I mean? And, like, yeah, she just yeah, was, like, yeah, brass yeah. taxes. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, I'm not I – I don't. I like to be on time, too. I think it's one of the only things you could do to show professionalism. I um, really prefer to be on time, and I, I really fucking hate being late. I It gives me a pain in my stomach being late. I. It's one of the number one reasons I don't think I could do L- – it's, like, I couldn't do L.A. because of the traffic. Uh-huh. And you watched me – one time I was on <laughs> – one time I was on the F train. Yeah. 45 minutes underground, no service, just sitting. No, And also broken speaker in our car, so, like, no information. Just, oh like, dead silence. I'm, I'm losing it. I'm so yes. pissed. And I'm not, like, yelling, but I'm, like, I'm clearly fit, whatever. I'm running, like, I'm at this point, like, 20 minutes late to whatever I'm going sure. to. When the train starts moving, I swear to God, a woman sitting across the train from me goes, you did not handle that well. <gasps> <laughs> just the energy? Yeah, she was, like, you were, bu-. she goes, you did not handle that well. You were bugging out. And I was, like, yeah, I was. Like, no, like, I can't yeah. defend myself. I know I was. You don't have any little tactics that you do? Um, it's usually I think it's specifically the phone not having coverage. Like normally I would just like uh, distract myself with like a video or something. Yeah, but it was yeah, just yeah, like yeah. no coverage, nothing. You know what I mean? You know it's like I when have... you go to the bathroom and forget to take your phone, you're like, I guess I'm reading the shampoo label. You know what I mean? Oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he sits down to piss because he likes to look at his phone so much in the bathroom. I sometimes sit to pee if I'm tired. What is happening? If, if I'm tired? Especially in the pandemic. If you're tired? Or if I go to a house and their bathroom's really clean, I'll sit to pee. I'm too nervous about leaving drips. Not here. I just have to be here. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. You have a candle lit. I, because, you know what? I just don't want to be a stinky boy. No, you're not, this house smells good. Like, it does? Really good, yes. I had a candle in here. You know, it is what it is. I do the same thing. When people come over, I clean the bathroom and I light a candle in every room. Of course. Yeah. Of, co- of course. I was literally 10 minutes late to a reservation last night and I had Ajita. They literally, they couldn't give a shit that I was running late. No. It's. So, the system, I'll tell you guys this and don't bank on this. Just use it if you're feeling stressed. Show up to your reservations on time. Most restaurants are set up that as long as you're there within 15 minutes, it's yes. not going to sink the ship. No, yeah, yeah. Half yeah. an hour, you're starting to play with fire. Yeah, yeah. 15 yeah. minutes, we're going to be okay. What, what You worked at fancy restaurants. I worked right? at fancy restaurants. How fancy? The fanciest one was like, how do I describe it? It was really fancy because it was it was a weird restaurant because it was mm-hmm. very fancy and expensive, but it was sort of like designed to be a casual restaurant for really rich people and a really fancy restaurant for normal people. I hate that. Does that make sense? Yes. So we would wear like jeans and flannels, but okay. like it was full fine dining, open-handed service, multiple courses, like thousand dollar bottles of wine and so like you would have tables where it would be like it would be like one table would be like a normal people that probably has like a joint income of like a hundred twenty thousand dollars yeah 
that like this is their big they're they're there for like their 20th wedding anniversary and they're like saved up and this is a big deal yes and then next to that you would have like jeff bezos being like fuck it we're here for like yeah. like cheating like to them it was like a tji fridays wow. weirdest place to work yeah that and is weird. awful to work at well truly. which customer did you prefer Oh, I always preferred the normal people. Yeah. Because they thought everything was so exciting and nice and they were of gracious. Course. Where, like, the rich people, like, kind of, like, that were treating you like it was an Applebee's and you should be able to do anything and it was easy was, like, it made life hell. Yeah. Yeah. But Jesus. that was probably the fanciest place I worked. And then I worked at, like, a really um, more, like, new money fancy What does that mean? Hotel. Oh, like, it was, like, a hotel. hotel where it's, like, more, like, it was more, like, bottle service and like doing the champagne and like ace of spades and like rooftop ace of spades Spades is this brand of um champagne it's Uh, this brand i think i've heard it in rap songs it's like it's like rappers (laughs) a lot of rappers i think a rapper might yeah own it i'm trying to Uh think but it's like it's so expensive like there was a big thing beyonce in one of beyonce's videos she's pouring a bottle of ace of spades that's like a 30 grand bottle in a pool like oh wow it's really expensive champagne but it's like wow it's like more like nightclub champagne, and it's like it's very much about branding and stuff. Yes, and it's like, like look what I have. It's exactly. not even the taste. Have you tasted it? Do you get to taste the fine dining when you're there? Yes, but I don't think I've. I specifically don't think I've had. I don't think I've had Ace of Spades. I've, okay. I remember one time I had to carry in that hotel a, a magnum of Ace of Spades that was on the menu for ten grand. I had oh. to like carry it down a hallway and I was like I fucking hate this of course you do (laughs) 10 grand in your hands you can only fuck it up yeah I'd rather drop a baby (laughs) like seriously I know the the hospital bills will be less you know 10 grand 10 grand and what would have happened if you dropped that well so it's retailing for 10 grand right so it's yeah yeah, 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 and I so like they probably paid like 1500 bucks for it and even still I don't think I'm allowed I think legally I'm not allowed to be on the hook for that but oh, yes, energetically, yes, yes. like how everyone would feel about me at the business would be really bad. Wow. For sure. Amazing. Yeah. I never, I only worked at low dining restaurants. Yeah, those are better. I mean, I, I kind of went down and down. Like then I went to Rosemary's, which is where I worked forever. I worked uh-huh. there for four years. Uh, and that's like really solid. Like yeah, deep, yeah, yeah. West Village Italian restaurant. Sure. Like jeans, white button ups, like nothing crazy, but like still a nice restaurant. And yeah, then the yeah. last place I worked was Kindred, where it was like more of a cool East Village vibe, where uh-huh. it was like, it was really nice wine and really great food, but like I was wearing like shorts and a t-shirt, and it was more like fun, like casual vibes. And that's the best. And that was the best job of them all for sure. I'll tell you what, I worked even I worked like Applebee's. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I worked like Boulder Creek Steakhouse. Yeah, I did like real like chain restaurants. I and should mean have. There. Yeah, they're mean there. They're I, meaner than I think of like a casual place that you worked at. Yeah, I mean like the fine dining restaurant was truly hell, and then it like got better and better. But like I should have. The fact that I knew I wanted to be an actor and comedian, yeah. I sh- I had no business working in restaurants that fancy because it took up so much energy. Like those are the kind of restaurants you should work in if you are like trying to have a career in the restaurant industry. Yes. And yeah. I yeah, yeah, yeah. wasn't. And uh-huh. so it was like totally out of balance. Like I should have been working at like the burger joint in my neighborhood where I could just like walk there, sling like sling beers and burgers for like a couple hours and then like go home with like 170 bucks in my pocket. But of like course. that's not what I I like in retrospect, did not like go. About but you it made the best bank way. at those fancy restaurants. Do you even? So not even. Not yeah. even. Are you, the, what's the benefit so of working I, there? Um, career. Like if you want a restaurant, oh, career. Yeah. and you could make bank. So like the the really fancy restaurant that was on Gramercy Park, 
the problem is like when you have restaurants that fancy to uh, make this service work you need a lot of people working so like the pool gets kind of spread thin uh, if you get to the top of the servers there and you're working like the best shifts like i think those people were probably brushing up against like 100k a year yeah which is like uh, good money yeah, that's yeah good but money. not that good for what but you're doing no compared to like what they're making at the clubs like nothing, yeah, yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. nothing yes. When I worked at the hotel, it was like really volatile. Where like there would be weeks where um, you have a great vocabulary, by the way. It's you've been throwing you. out words yeah, that I, <laughs> I've noticed as well. Energetically, <laughs> words I barely know, yeah. and I love it. I love, I love when yeah. someone says a word that I know, and I, I, I like you forgot about. Almost, yeah, yeah, almost, almost never used, and I love that. Thank you. That makes me feel smart. And nothing yeah. makes me more excited. <laughs> Then using a word I barely know or hearing a word I barely I know. know. And then there's that thing where once you hear the word, you start hearing it all the time. Oh, yeah. I cannot wait. But so the restaurant would be very volatile or the hotel would be really volatile where it was like Ooh. there would <laughs> there would be because it was a rooftop that had just opened. So there would be like no one would know about it. So we'd have like weeks where we'd make nothing. But then like 50 Cent would throw a party and make like 900 bucks in one night. It was like wow. really volatile. And so what yeah. was the do you will you say or no? What was what the hotel? Oh, the Knickerbocker. It's the Knickerbocker. On, oh, it's on 42nd, oh, in Midtown. It's on 42nd yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, 7th, Broadway. Something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. So you've had run-in with celebs. I saw, well, yeah, at all, at the fancy restaurant on Gramercy, which I won't name because I'm scared of the Okay, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, he's very rich. Of um, course. I won't name that restaurant, but the, <laughs> that restaurant and the hotel were very, very, very celebrity heavy. Any, any run-ins that were memorable or? i didn't have any bad ones but i saw like i mean like at the fancy one i remember like i served kathy bates once and like kathy was, bates misery herself misery herself <laughs> i was one time there not working but sitting at the bar because my friends were working and kim and kanye came in like kim wow. and kanye they did the hotel through a, a 50 cent party like 50 cent they threw a party for like his planet not planet fitness <laughs> men's fitness cover <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. His men's fitness cover. They threw yeah, like yeah. a party, and he like a lot of celebrities are at that. The Knickerbocker did the Ant Man premiere, so like everyone who oh, was in Ant Man, like Michael Douglas, yeah, like yeah, shit yeah. like that, and like so. But like I didn't, I never had any like. I think celebrities in general in restaurants honestly are very nice and well behaved because they know like I could, especially now, like even more so now, but like yeah, I could yeah. like tweet about it or make a TikTok about it, and like sure. anyone could do that, and they know they're on stage, like. If, like, someone who's rich but not famous is an absolute fucking demon, there's, like, no recourse for that, right? But with celebrities, oh, there's, like, yeah. very clear yeah, recourse. Yeah. Like, and you know what's funny? Some celebrities aren't that rich. No. So And they no. have to probably act richer than rich people. Yes. Because they're held to a higher standard. Yes. Yes. That sucks. Yes. If people recognize you from, like, TikTok or something, you're fucked. Because yeah. it's not like you're caking it. 100%. I don't know. I, I don't know your financial, but it's not, you're not like. No, I'm not rich. Yeah. I'm not rich. It's, it's, but they go, oh, I know you. You must yes. be famous, you know? Yeah. And then, yeah, you're like, yeah, I got an apartment. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah, I pay rent. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's scary. But you always have to, you just have to be nice to everyone. Oh, 100%. Working in the industry, you know that you always have to be. Oh, I care more. Like, I care when I'm at a restaurant, I care less about whether or not the food and drink is good and more about whether or not the staff likes me. 100%. I get that. 100%. What do you feel about people making jokes to the staff? But it's me making jokes. I'm not like, <laughs> I'm not doing dad jokes. I'm like, I'm like. Dad jokes can be rough. I will say one time a dad made a joke to me that I, it was like such a dad joke, but I hadn't heard it before. And I was like, damn, that was fucking good. Like, it made oh, me really? Laugh. Do you remember it? Yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, I was like, that is the daddest joke ever, but it was clean. Oh, he goes, God. I was like, can 
can I get you guys anything else tonight? And he goes, honestly, I'm so Phil. Like, I don't think we can take anything else. Like, don't even worry about the check. Oh my God. Uh, that's that's good. amazing. Yeah. It's a new dad joke. I hadn't heard that one. I was like, and I like laughed and I was like, and like his, his kid was like, sorry. And I was like, no, that was a good one. Like, yeah. You know, like <laughs> I, like the, a clean plate and being like, we hated it. Kill me. Oh like, my God. Kill, like, kill, yes. Kill me for that one. But you know what? On the opposite, if I clean my plate and the waiter comes over and they go, do you want that wrapped up? Kill me. Oh, yeah. Kill and the me. opposite because yeah. it's a two-way street. No one regard. talk about the clean plate. Just no take one. it the fuck away. No one. No one. We should never say how much you ate. No. No, 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 Isn't no. that the whole point to eat the whole Someone fucking Someone was hungry. Kill yourself. Oh, my <laughs> God. If a waiter comments or wait, or like a wait staff comments on the food I'm eating, I feel so horrible. No, it's awful. It's awful. It should just be like, it, uh, it was everything good? Like something small like that. Yeah. You know what? What do you feel about? I'm sorry, I'm asking so many restaurants. No, I love questions. it. What do yeah. you feel about people wrapping up food at a fancy restaurant? Is that classy or is that trashy? No, you, it's fine. Yeah, no. I mean, you're if paying nothing a lot else, of it's gonna get thrown away. I think a lot of times, I think people forget this is an option. Give it to a homeless person. Like wrap yeah. up, food, leave it out. Like an unhoused person, I should say. Like I don't know. Obviously, like there, I feel like there is a weird thing about like leftovers and being like, here's my leftovers. But I, there used to be guys that would hang outside of them in the restaurants I worked at hoping that that would happen and yeah. it was like yeah they're getting a great they're getting food like an amazing meal yeah or like somewhat amazing it is like probably cold at this point and leftover sure but, still, but i don't still. know i just like yeah it's gonna get thrown away i don't think you should ever be judged for taking your food to go you paid for it the, yeah that's the thing like people that like if it's like one corner of a cheeseburger yeah, yeah we gotta no. say goodbye or you gotta eat that like uh -huh. i'm not wasting the plastic like whatever 100 percent in general, I've never judged anyone for wrapping things up to go. It's funny, like, people that, like, I didn't grow up with a lot of money. So, like, ideas like, oh, if we went to a fancy place, it's like, like, someone would be like, yeah, don't, don't, don't ask to wrap it up. I've never heard of this in my life. It's like to show that you're not poor. I mean, this is poor people thoughts, thoughts, you know what I mean? Wait, but I've never encountered, I wonder, like, that's not a thing I ever encountered growing up. I knew my mom's friends with a woman. She doesn't believe in leftovers. Even in the house? She only believes in fresh food. That's insane. She only believes What's in fresh food. What's the point of ordering Chinese? She throws it out. That's Literally. Chinese is about the leftovers. <laughs> Literally. We'll go That's there. That's crazy. We've gone there and she's ordered like seven pizzas for like for like ten people. And she'll she's count how many pizzas are left. She'll be like, We got four pizzas left. They're going in the garbage. <laughs> going in I the garbage. I try to eat all the food. I was always like, you got to eat what's on your plate. That's what we, if we would go out on to dinner, plate, on your plate, we would have serving to, bowl? Yes, in the serving bowl is different. Yeah, yeah. I meant like when we would go out, there wouldn't really be left. I think my mom said it to you. She'd be like, eat that or else it goes in the garbage. Yeah, yeah, my mom yeah. says that at holidays, like if there's candy, she's like, or like cookies out, she go, eat the cookies or else I'm throwing them out. If you don't take them, I'm throwing is them out. Is it also like a diet thing of like, I don't want this in the house? Um, because I've had that happen before, where they're like, maybe. "I don't want these leftovers." Also, holidays, nobody wants to take the food, so you kind of got to push. Like, you yeah. always overmake food, and then one person doesn't want to get stuck with all the leftovers. Imagine being in a. I'm so blessed. One that my family's beautiful. Yeah. Two, that I've never been at a holiday party where we ran out of food. Oh no! Yeah, I cannot imagine. Are there being others at a happening? I don't think they're really happening. I'm never. I think they are. You think they are? Have you? I've never. I've been at a wedding where they ran out. Wow. Me too. I was at a wedding where they ran Me out of too. food. And it was one of the most uncomfortable experiences of my life. They ran out of food? They ran out of food. At, because they did a buffet? No, they did family style. And I'm like looking at the portions coming Ooh. down and I'm like, I mean, it's for tough. this many, like, it yeah. was unbelievable. You were doing the math. For I, this many people. I was in the math. You were like, the worst position. <laughs> where I'm the first person being handed the plate. Oh. So I have to be like, uh, that 
this is. is supposed to feed eight people and it's enough to feed me and my boyfriend. So now I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, all eyes on you when there's a little bit of food. Single asparagus stock on the plate. Like I'm oh. talking yeah. bad. That is hard. Yeah, I was at a that, wedding right that ran out of food. To be the first is 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 worse than being the last. That's what I'm saying. Someone will always the say for the last. Choice. Yes. The freedom of choice of being like, I'm last, I'm gonna get what's coming to me, and it's probably gonna be less than the other people, but at least no one's gonna think, wow, Jake took a lot. You yes. know what I mean? That, yeah. yeah. That's the best position. And there's always that one person at the table that has no awareness. I just plop. Uncle just Jim, huge, every time. Uncle Jim. Every time. Yeah. The scumbag <laughs> Uncle Jim that he is. Yeah. Yep, 100%. It's so awkward running out of food. It's really uncomfortable because it's you're coming up against like human animalistic need of like, no, mm-hmm. there is like a nutritional need that's happening here, especially at a wedding. People have been drinking. So now yep. it's like I was at another I was at a wedding. They're not going to listen to this. I can say this. <laughs> it's very freeing to be able to talk to uh, shit about a wedding. Yeah. Because you can't really on your platform at this all. A, yeah, this is a wedding. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah, no, I and can't. It's, you can't no. really to anyone. So, so yeah, my, fuck it. She, uh, someone in my family had a wedding. And the way they did it, it was honestly very fun. But they uh-huh. did a, like a wedding outside the church on the lawn for just the family. And then they did a huge, they have a huge backyard. So they did a huge like tented wedding. Nice. And there was open bar, beer and wine, and like a couple batch cocktails. Uh-huh. And there was probably like 150, 200 people there. Yeah, yeah, Dance yeah, floor, yeah. DJ, they set the whole thing up. It was great. Love it. It started at like 5 p.m. and went until like 11. So people are like getting getting to it. People yeah. are drunk. Yeah. Yeah. Past apps are happening. And then we start to realize it's only past apps. <laughs> because it wasn't like a sit down dinner. <gasps> but there's no like buffet component. So it's like people have now had like six glasses of wine and it's like, okay, well, how many macaroni and cheese fried balls can I eat? It starts to get like kind of scary. People are like, it's like people are like, people are starting to be like, do I like really need, food? like people, like it's yeah. like getting a little whispers. Intense. Whispers yeah. are happening. Are like, oh, we should get pizza. Pockets. Like, I'll just get pizza. My cousin's like, yeah. my, my, my mom's cousin who like is also kind of my cousin. You yeah, know, yeah, family yeah. does that. Of course, of course. He's like, I think I got to do it. Yeah. This man ordered three hundred dollars of Domino's to this wedding. Oh, Domino's! Domino's, Domino's oh, no. to the wedding. Three hundred dollars oh. Domino's. Three delivery drivers show up, each holding a stack. <gasps> he didn't ask the bride or groom because I. So he was like, "Should I ask them?" And I was like, "No," because if they say no, we're fucked. Like this food needs to get <laughs> yes. here. What? And I think they were kind of pissed. The, uh, I, I, I mean, I, three Domino's. It looks like a Domino's commercial. Like three yeah. Domino's. <laughs> Twenty-five pizzas each. Yeah. <laughs> When I tell you that pizza was gone in 15 minutes. Oh, my God. 15 minutes. It was devoured. Oh, my God. My cousin saved lives that day. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Wow. Do you take your gift back after ordering 300? (laughs) (laughs) You go, I'm going to need my envelope, you know? Because, yeah, they don't provide a meal. Yeah. Pass around to the worst part of, of, of a cocktail hour. It's my favorite thing in the world. No, oh, I like really? stations. I like stations. Past apps. No, I want past apps. And then I want like stations or a buffet for dinner. But I want the I past like a app. buffet for dinner too. Yeah, I do ultimately think buffet is the best. Yeah, but I think that's another thing. People like the sit down dinner. So it's not like you have to get up. I don't mind do the sit down either. Like, I don't mind the sit down either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But there has, if you're going to do sit down, there needs to be a late night food snack. Yes, yes. which just, is a popular just, trend now. Which it's well, the I trucks, think it's the, the trucks or like the pizzas, like whatever it is, yeah, like yeah, something yeah. needs to come out. You just like 
food is literally like the thing that is going to keep balance at the wedding. Like you don't 100%. want people getting too drunk. You don't yeah. want people getting too hungry. Like the food is so important. I know it's I, like blood sugar. It's like literal blood sugar levels. A hundred percent. And people also associate happiness with the serotonin when they're yes. eating food. Like yes. it'll be like your wedding was great. If you, the food was good and we danced well. A hundred percent. And we were drunk. Yes. Yes. Wow. I can't believe Domino's to the place. Yeah, to the wedding. Yeah. It needed to happen. What percentage Jesus. of the wedding do you think should be like fun dancing? Oh. No, just like I've, we've said fun and romance. I just want to know, like, what percentage of the wedding are like songs that you can dance to that have a pretty high beats per minute? Slow, like slow songs dancing, like two, a couple's dancing or like fun. Group Not like dancing. twist and shout. I'm talking like made after the year 2005. I'm t okay. So fun. I think. Oh, I think like 90%. 90, 90, to, 90, 90 to 95. It's, I've been steadily at around 15%. Like what? the weddings, it, I think, but also it'll end at 11 Italian and it's weddings. like 10, 15. And we then start to play like pop music. Yeah. There's these old Italian like DJs. Twist and shout. Yeah. It's a lot of Italian DJs. That, that are just like, okay, now it's, now it's the late night hours. Okay. I'll play Bruno Mars. Oh, like that's what it is. Interesting. I think I'm more, I'm, I like a wedding that has a little less programming to it. I think I also agree. Like, Ceremony, and then from then on, it's like kind of choose your own adventure. There's a dance floor happening. There's uh, like whatever. I want. We need to. Okay. As a society, we need to really re fucking evaluate okay. how long we expect humans to listen to fucking toasts at a wedding. I agree. Oh. I mean, we're very big on this podcast. Oh, we talk yes. about it all the time. What? A thousand percent. We talk about it all the time. Me at a wedding yeah. when a bridesmaid <laughs> is giving a speech, and then I discover that the paper is double sided. Yeah. <laughs> What am I supposed yeah, to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was at a wedding. They might listen to this. <laughs> I was at a wedding, and uh, someone went to go make a speech. And first off, three best man, three uh, <gasps> six total speeches. And then, and the then you know the parents. I was gonna say, and then you got parents. And, so we're talking. We're seven. looking at ten, upwards of ten speeches. And so the Oof. and so the someone gets up to make a speech, and they. They have their paper and then they let it roll down and it's like a scroll that hits the ground. No way. Uh, as a joke. As, as it a joke, joke. As a joke. People got so scared that it was silence. It was met well, with when you have not ten funny. It's like not. When funny. you have funny. ten speeches, you can't it's do that not joke. Funny. It's like it's like yeah. you're at Chernobyl and, and be like, look at that, this nuclear waste. And then like, it's like, like that cadence. That's like. Sebastian and Robbie, thank yeah. you so much for yes. having me on your podcast. Like, I know people make like people yeah. done comedy skits about it, but like literally that that cadence still happens, and it starts to bore a hole in your mind. Like it I starts, to, it's unbelievable. Yeah, I will say these six. Everyone was aware that there were six speeches, so they kept them really short. Which, oh, they did. Yeah, yeah. Everyone yeah, was you aware. need to Oscars play them out. Like turn yeah. music on. It was like, great how short they. Everyone was very aware, right? But I'm, then no I'm one's really speak, saying anything. No, I'm gonna speak at my sister's wedding. Yeah. Okay. But also, I'm yeah. good at talking. Well, that's thing. I would watch <laughs> if someone was like Sebastian's doing a speech. I'd be like, great, great. I'm yeah, yeah. I would that's be, in, the, I would be looking forward to that these part people, of the wedding. Yeah. That's the thing is like these people. I'm like, if you're not good at speeches, that's fine. Just keep it short. Yes. And I know I'm being a fucking asshole because it's like no, no I agree. I am. I am. Like, no, I get no, no. It. One time I like went on this rant forgetting that someone was getting married in like two weeks and like absolutely was going to have all this at their wedding. And uh -huh. they were like, well, you do have to remember that a wedding is ultimately not about you. And no, but like, it is. Ah! No, yes, but it is. We have. It is. I think it is. I it's, about, it's about the guests. It's about the guests. No, I think it's, it, a, it's a party. It's a celebration no. of their love. Yes. 
it's also I think if you're gonna have a wedding where you are choosing to invite this many people, you yes, have to yeah, that you are and we have to yes, you yeah. are responsible we have to dress for their up. We are supposed to spend a couple hundred dollars. People are traveling. But I believe there should be a moment where I would rather the speeches be thoughtful and romantic than like try to be fun. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. And I think there should be a moment to celebrate the love. A little the groomsman bit. roast of the groom. I'd rather be pushed in a lake. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm not joking. They say to make the speech as long as the groom lasts in bed. So cheers. <laughs> If she found out that Cassidy was going to date Dave, we were like, does she have a brain injury? Oh, yeah. my God. Like, <laughs> what? All speeches like, are. They just shit on the groom forever and, and just be like, yeah. Hell. I know. It's be like, and then finally he met someone that could stand his ugly ass. Yeah. <laughs> like, After having gonorrhea nine times. Yeah. Yeah. What? Remember when he fucks Kathy, Susan, and just pointing them in, out in the ground? That shit makes me so mad. Yeah, I know. And then for, the brides get such beautiful speeches in yes. a traditional wedding, right? Yeah. Uh, like, they get such nice speeches. My sister can't talk. No, she can talk. <laughs> <laughs> She like, at, like she, if you had a twin that was nonverbal, it would so clearly be that you like stole her voice in the womb. Like how much you talk, like everyone would be like Sebastian took it. Like she's, yeah, it's, she's your twin, right? Sebastian yeah. and her name's Ariel. Yeah, <laughs> she, no, it's not. My twin's no, no. name is Ariel. She's nonverbal. <laughs> no, 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 it's not. But she's like so. She's bad at like giving speech. Oh she gets God. very emotional. Oh, that's sweet. And no, because it be it'll be like this. It'll be like. She had to give a speech at my sister's like uh, wedding shower, and it was like, "Dear Lene," uh, 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 uh. <laughs> and it just starts crying. So I keep joking around with her. I'm like, "How are you gonna do your vows?" Yeah, that's brutal. I'm like, "You gotta make it quick." Oh, this was the bat. I have a my. They'll be fine with me telling this story. Beautiful. I went, <laughs> it's clear. I went to a wedding that was two comedians recently, uh-huh. and the groom goes first on his vows, and he crushes. He uh, rushes, and me and my friends look at the bride. I'm like, she's fucking pissed. Like, she doesn't. She's oh, like, wow. in that moment, she was like, he crushed, and mine aren't. Like, he's better than mine. Like, his are better than mine. And she really? was like, I love you. Like, like, oh like fun pissed. Like, she wasn't actually mad, yeah. but it was just like so funny being like, they're comedians, they're performers, they're writers. Like, they both wanted to have like really good vows, and he just like slammed, du slam dunked this. Oh. And she was like, <laughs> that's that's hard. It was so because that was a competition to see who. It was a competition, but a gorgeous wedding. It was they did a very good wedding. Well, I would think somebody who is performing for a living that takes into consideration the uh, audience. The like run they of show. know, of yeah, you Absolutely. know. What... Yeah, I think about what songs gonna play before I come on stage. Yeah, like I think about. Small yeah, things. yeah, definitely. Absolutely. I yeah. always, I would say you... the worst option for me if everything fails, I'll become a fucking. Uh, uh, DJ, <laughs> yeah. a DJ at weddings. I'll do better than half these fucking goombas. Oh, definitely. Three quarters. Oh, three quarters. More. Thank you. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, what were you gonna say, Robbie? I just said more. More uh, than more than three quarters. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. You'd crush. I know. Yeah. It's interesting. I think Tiffany Haddish used to do that. She would get like flown around to weddings. I'm pretty sure for like five thousand dollars for these like rich God people's bless. weddings Absolutely. and just be like uh like make them more fun. Yeah. She was on like a team when she was doing. Um, I've heard her say that in interviews. Interesting. My sister's wedding's at the zoo, the Bronx Zoo. I love that. Any wedding when you're like a New Yorker and you find out like, oh, a wedding that I 
is like easily accessible. Like yeah. I don't have to travel anywhere and take a hotel. Literally the best news in the world. I know. The best news in the you world. Could the Bronx. Oh my god. Also, I got a hotel for the night. Well, the Bronx, I maybe would get a hotel, but you if you're not paying for travel and stuff, also you're the the brother. I'm, I'm of the, the brother. Bride. That's like it's different. My mother paid for the my hotel room. Well, absolutely. <laughs> oh, absolutely. 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 No, but like one of the best weddings I ever went to, my friends Dan and Jen, out uh, uh Asbury Park, New Jersey Transit, and we like all right. got an Airbnb for like I think we each paid like seventy five bucks. Ugh. Like I got in and out of that wedding for 150 bucks clean and yeah, had like yeah. a really great time. It'll be one of the best weddings I ever go to in my life. Of course. For that reason. Of course. You shouldn't have to Not give. Not just for that reason, but that is part of why. You shouldn't have to give a gift if you're spending so much money on getting there and and, and yeah, like paying yeah, yeah. for a hotel. If you're spending $1,000. Yeah. What, what gift? Some I people know. say that if they do a destination, they're like, oh, we don't want gifts. And some people don't. And then what do you do? What do you do? Do you? Obey that? I would not get them a gift. You wouldn't? No. I would not. If bet. someone if they said if I had to gifts. fly and take a hotel. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm currently where I am at in my like like I'm not a rich person. Like, if you're rich, get them a gift, I guess. But like sure. I'm yeah, not yeah, rich. Yeah. Like if I'm flying and getting a hotel and they say, Don't worry about gifts because we know we did this, yeah, no gift. And then they do a video, yeah. TikTok star Jake Cornell. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he brings me no yeah. gifts. They do a whole TikTok <laughs> <laughs> based on you. <laughs> I said no gifts as a formality. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Do people recognize you on the street now for that? Um, I don't know if it's from TikTok or Instagram or other, like I don't know what it's from, but yeah. people I do get recognized. How's that sometime. feel? It's really it's I would say nine and a half times out of ten, it's really really nice. And really, fun. yeah. And then every once in a while, it is like, it's like a very uncomfortable situation, but usually it's totally fine. Was there there was like a really awkward once? There was one where it was at, we were out to dinner and they just came up oh. to the table, which is fine, but then like wouldn't leave. Yeah, and it was like very to the point where I was like, I'm gonna have to ask them to leave, and yeah. I and I started to like truly have like not like in an I truly started to like feel like I was gonna have a panic attack because it was like I was trapped at this table, and it was weird because it wasn't it was a group of three women, one of whom recognized me. Uh-huh. It was the friend who didn't recognize me, like who didn't know who I was, who was like. Well, so explain to me who you are, and I was like, we oh. also we had just gotten our food, so like our food is sitting in front of us, and we're like waiting to eat. Oh and she's God. like, and I'm like, oh, I'm a comedian. I do stand up. Like, I make some videos online. And she's like, okay, cool. Like, so where do you perform? Like, f- and I'm like, <laughs> going. and then she goes, and she was also clearly like a little drunk. Yeah. And I was like, it, it just kept going. And then she turns to my friend and goes, and what do you do? And he goes, what do I do? Like, what are you talking <laughs> about? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then finally they left and everyone was like, it was probably like 15 minutes, like uh, way too long. That's like, uh, and like that, maybe that's happened like once or twice, but yeah. every other time it's like usually very quick and very, very, very nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. That sounds horrible. It's funny when people make you prove that you do comedy. Yeah, it's also the any question when you say that you're a comedian, where do you do comedy? It's like, it's, I don't think people know that like you don't have like a no. house, like it's very, I'm like everywhere. Whatever yeah. pays me. And then also, what do you do comedy about? Is like that question to me is very strange. I usually yeah. say ass. <laughs> or be funny now. Well, the nice thing about you is you just you're you just laugh. I never tell and they're anyone. They're like, oh, yeah, he's I a never comedian. tell anyone I do comedy. Yeah, but do you have another job? No. No. That's I don't. So what do you say? I say I do nothing. Okay. I like I like to imagine people think I'm um, uh, I'm from family money. Wouldn't that be funny so if I was funny. just uh, from family money and this was just I just lived a life and it's like yeah. what's Sebastian do? Ah, you know his dad invented the his great great grandfather invented the color blue. <laughs> <laughs> I should start because I say because I like, I don't have another job now. Mean. People own colors. People own colors. People own colors, bro. That's like super rich. People own colors. There's like a there's like a 
there's a black that starts with a V. It's called like Vanna Black or something. That's like the blackest black. And this mm-hmm. one guy owns it. And it's like this whole saga. He's the only person allowed to use the color. I watched yeah. the whole thing about it. Yeah, I, I've heard about this yes. actually color. Yeah. People hate him for it. People yes, hate him. Because for you can't it. use the color. And it's like, and now there's a color that's very similar to it. That is like a protest. And I think it's like named in protest. Yes. yes. We've, we've seen the same video. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, but now that it's my only job, I say like, I'm a comedian. Yeah. And I tried to say other things. And it always ended up being that it just. They would ask three more questions that then revealed that I was a comedian trying to say I wasn't a comedian. Sure. So now I just rip off the bandit and say it, but I don't. It's the question, the follow up questions are always awful. Yo, you know what? Have you ever like talked to somebody for like 15 minutes and then they ask what you do and you say, oh, I do comedy and they go, I would have never guessed. I want to fucking die if someone tells me that. <laughs> really? <laughs> no way. I would have never pegged you as that. It just makes me want to fucking die. Yeah, because that's how me. often does that happen to you? It happened to me the other day at your house, bro. Really? Yeah, with one of your friends said that. No <laughs> way. Really? Yeah, I forget who it was. No way. My friends know. No shot. No, it was, <laughs> no shot. Somebody that knows me. I post well, you every day. It was us at a bar. It was us at a bar. Oh, maybe meeting one of someone that you uh, tangentially oh, knew. Oh, okay. It wasn't friend, at your friend house. of a friend. Yeah, it was friend a friend, friend of a friend. I know who it was. You know who it was. And then they went, really? I go, yeah, all right. That's a person trying to me. flex. Yeah. Kill me. Yeah. Because it means, oh, you don't think I have any personality at all. Well, what it actually is, is they're threatened by the fact that you said they're a comedian, so they are immediately, without thinking about it, putting you down. 100% that's what it is. 100%. When people tell me about their job, I just go, eh, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I, I don't think you mumble. understand how boring some of these people's jobs are. I actually find it fascinating because I've never had an office job, so I'll try to get people to tell me about their jobs, and they uh, don't want to talk about it because they think no, they're it's like incredibly I'm like, boring. I'm like, please explain to me the day to day of like what working in marketing means. Like, I have yeah. no fucking idea. Like, I'm so fascinated by it because all I've done is comedy and restaurants. Of course, all I've done. You want to know a secret? I can't even tell you what my father does for a living. <laughs> <laughs> Can you give me like a ballpark? He's in education. He's in education, but he's not a teacher. He's not a teacher. He was, right? Yeah. And a principal. I have no fucking idea. And you know what the crazy part is? During COVID, I was home with them. I would hear him on meetings. I have no fucking idea what this man does for a living. So funny. He just kind of says his thoughts. (laughs) He just kind of sits sits on Zoom and goes, ah, yeah. You know what I think about that? He just sits on Zoom and says his thoughts. I don't know what the man does for a living. That's when you made it. Do you know his title? No. I have no – and for years, people would ask what my father does for a living, and he was a principal when I was a little kid. So I just go, oh, he was a princi- he's a principal. Nice. And my dad goes, I'm not a principal. That's so funny. I just have no idea. I have another friend who has – he can tell you where his parents work, but yeah. not what they do. He's like, one works at TD Bank, one works at, I think, like Merrill Lynch. And I'm like, what are they doing? He's like, I have no idea. Never my entire life have I known what they do. Of That's course. That's crazy to me. You know what your parents do? Yes. Flex. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Business stuff is so like hard. I try to talk to my sister about it, and she's just like, "Is like, I don't want to talk about." I'll overhear it, but like when I was bartending, I I thought it was so fascinating to over like uh, like eavesdrop on conversations when like two people who worked in finance would talk about it because then they'll like actually go into it because they like speak Uh, the same language. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, "Oh yeah, I work in acquisitions." I'm like, "I work in private equity." I'm like, "None of this makes any fucking sense to me." It's like crazy, but like they'll you'll hear them talking, and it's like. Oh wow! Like money, especially like the finance stuff. It's like yeah. they have like made up this whole system where they all have jobs. That's all about like money making money for other people making money. It's like 
it's like this crazy network of shit. It's all, it's all make-believe. We think improv is well, make-believe. No, it's not even make-believe. Make-believe. No, it's real. Oh, it's, it's real. Uh, it's also destroying the country. That, it's <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, yes. It is very real, and these people are bad people. Like Horrible Some of these people. people that you see out in New York City are like indirectly responsible for some very bad shit that happened. Yeah, and I used to have to and serve like, them dinner celebrating. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> it was so bad. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I've, like, gotten into it with some of the people. I'm like, yeah, but actually, it's very bad. Because I could talk. I studied finance in college and shit. And they he, don't want to he hear. Worked a, he worked at a bank situation. I yes. worked at a bank situation. Jake just looked you up and down. Who is this man that I was sitting next to this whole time? Do you um, ever you ever hear someone like talk to, that your friends would just chit chat with them and then you hear them like pick up a business call and how their voice changes? Yes, that's terrifying. Yes, I think it's very scary. Like the switch people go from like office or office like talk to like who they are in the real life. You wear a mask all day long. That must yeah. be exhausting. Yeah. yeah, it's terrible. My life is literally me saying whatever I want. Most of the time. I used to do that in restaurants, though, too, where I would have a server voice, and I would be like, oh, my God, I'll get that for you right away. And then I'd walk away like, what the fuck did I just say? Like, (laughs) I would do that all the time. Yeah, Really? Yeah. I guess because you want to make them feel like you're cheery. I think it more came from those first few restaurant jobs in New York where I was, like, so afraid of getting fired that I was like, I'm just going to be, like, the nicest person in the world. And then, like, I just had to, like, chip away at that until I was, like, stop doing it. I think fake nice nice makes you angry. I think all nice is fake. Really? I think there are good people who are good. Oh, but I hear what being, you're I feel like nice is often is performative. Fake. Nice yes. to me, yeah. I don't. I like niceness is annoying to me. What about the people doing the worst shit in the world are nice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. What about nice deeds? Is that performative? Yes, it's a good deed. It's a good deed. Do you know? I'm nice to me is like polite. I don't care if you're polite. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't care if you're polite. I don't care if you're polite. I could, I care if you're an asshole. Yeah, yeah. But it, like, you know what I mean. And to be, I guess to be rude, but like politeness, etiquette, and like yeah, niceness, yeah. it's yeah, like yeah. all bullshit. Yeah. To me. Also, probably the more nice you are, yeah, probably the more someone shitty who like you are uncouthly says something nice yeah, yeah, versus yeah. someone who politely says something shitty. Do you know what I mean? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. It's like the idea of like restriction. Like you're restricting yourself from feeling your real emotions. Yes. So that it's probably like. When you feel those real emotions even harder and bigger and more yeah. in a dramatic, evil way. Yes. It's like when you say, I'm not going to eat carbs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be nice. I'm not going to eat carbs. And then all of a sudden, two pizzas later, you go, oh, what happened to the carbs? You know? <laughs> Amazing. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think I don't think I'm nice. I don't think you're nice. I'm not. No. <laughs> I think I'm a good person, but I'm not. I don't uh, think you're nice. <laughs> thank you. I take that as a compliment. <laughs> I know you do. I know yeah. you do. All right, but you think you're nice? I don't know. I'm, you tell me. Am I nice? You I don't. Know. I think I'm pretty honest. Sometimes I feel like you're flirting with me mid podcast. Right now? Just the way you cuddled <laughs> up and you went, you, you went. I don't know. You tell I'm me. I'm not trying to flirt. You tell me. I'm not trying to flirt with that's you like mid podcast. That's something I would be on a date with someone. I'd be like, um, oh, do you do the? Uh, do you th- do you like this? And I'd go, I don't know. What do you think about that? <laughs> I think right? I'm pretty like honest. I don't think I don't think I'm gonna fake being like nice to someone. It's hard for me to fake a situation. I would say. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think it's like I can if I need to. Of course, everybody can. But of like, course, of I course. prefer not to. I left that like when I was on my way out. How long did you work at a bank? For five years. That's a long time. Yeah. yeah. But the last two years, I, I had made it very known that I wanted to leave. And I was like saying whatever I wanted, showing up late. Like, <laughs> I was doing. <laughs> Yeah, I was wearing Canadian tuxedos <laughs> because they were like, you could wear jeans and you could wear anything with a collar. I would wear Tim's to work. 
and I was just like, I the wanted most disrespectful it disrespectful shoe of the ball. Well, also, the, you could be very funny in a in a setting where everything is so like Attention, you can't you say can anything. So oh, yeah. Like you literally aren't allowed to say anything. So nobody's calling out. Oh, this person just does this every day, and none of us can say shit about it. And yeah, then if yeah. you be like, you make a little comment everybody's up in arms it's like oh my god he said it oh thank god but it's just yeah. it was a very yeah it's a very tense place where That's everyone so is like i worked at an to... office for a while too. yeah it was yeah it was stressful there was a woman that did the a payroll i was an intern at this place the woman that did the payroll thought my name was frank i believe for the entire time i was there yeah and did i you, remember were you getting paychecks yeah she just had no idea who i was that's so funny and there was about 12 people in the office <laughs> yeah, that's wild. She, I just never corrected her because that's and I'm free as a, as a person outside of an office. I was so scared to correct this person in the office. Really? Yeah. 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 But then wild. I would also go jerk off in the in the solo bathroom. <laughs> so this is the I was just I I was never meant for an office. Yeah. No. no. I think everyone in an office is jerking off in the bathroom. I think Do you all, think so? I think they all need a release. I'm watching. It was I, a hand. It was one of those that you close the door. I think, you I, I, think I did at least. You once. think? Oh, we have to go to the solo bathroom though. It was a solo. We There's got a like solo a bathroom. They're jerking situation. off. Absolutely. These people are. Watch, I used to watch these people come in on a lunch meeting. Uh huh. Rip three martinis and go back to work. They are wow. Everyone is looking for a break in that tension. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, Ripping through everyone martinis. is also like believing this lie that like what they're doing is giving them purpose. Yeah. Which is and then if you so if you show up at nine fifteen, it's not really about there's no meetings, there's no anything. It's just like you're now kind of chipping away at the lie that they're telling themselves that this is very important. Well, also and even more than that, like conversely, it's also like the people at nine get to feel bolstered by the fact that they did something better than you. Yeah. For showing 100%. up at nine fifteen. Yeah. That's like a big part of it too. Yeah. yeah. Very I, watch, I watch it. I watch this on TikTok all the time. Like these people who like will show their day in their life working in corporate America or their day in life working as a corporate lawyer, and it's like they do all that shit. There's and then so and then they'll go spend like it'll be like and then like on my break I spent my bonus and bought like a Chanel bag, and it's like oh wow like so even like the things you do for fun like yes. spending ten grand on a Chanel bag like is like part of it's still this like societal. It's for the of office because like, everyone in like, the it's office. It's the same exactly. fucking thing as yeah, like yeah. turning your tickets in at Dave and Buster's to get like a fucking stuffed animal. Like yeah. it's just like another version of that. Yeah. And it's like crazy to watch and be like, wow, this is how like people live their entire lives. It's yeah, it's scary. sad. It's wild. It's scary. It, I'm scared of that world a yeah. little bit. I'm scared. I'm scared of that world. Are you the one that yeah. <laughs> saw the big short and in the bathroom after some guy was like, we're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> I think about that story all the time. I think that story is so funny. Yeah, yeah. I was just pissing and some guy just looked at me and goes, we're fucked. Yeah. I go, yeah, brother. I saw the big shot. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I have one of those, uh, I have one of those energies that people just say whatever they want. Absolutely. To yeah. People just let shit fly. It's, I, yeah, I like it. Yeah. But sometimes I have to go, hey, I'm not that guy, dude. Oh yeah. Cause they'll be like, that, uh, that guy you did the podcast was a real fag. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that guy, bro. Please, 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 don't do this to me. Don't do this to me. And then they have a video of me just like pissing, being like, no, 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 he's not, he's not. Jesus. Uh, I have a question. So you have this podcast about going out. Yeah. Uh, you're on TikTok. Does it annoy you? There's a lot of people I feel like on TikTok that are these like going out influencers in New York City that have not gone out. Out of a pandemic, they just moved here, and now they're like, I'm just going to tell people spent, where to go in New York City. And I'm I like, spent, you don't even fucking know. I spent 45 minutes today 
texting with my friend Olivia about this one influencer who I'm not gonna name, but like, okay, I like just hate watch her videos. And it makes I, me so I hate watch so many mad. lists of like where to go so in the West Village. People, so many of these people, I literally it makes me it fills me with a profound <laughs> rage. These people who. Oh my god! Everything about I'm it makes me fucking this. mad. And someone, I was going on this rant at a bar, and then someone was like, "You do sound like a little bit of a hypocrite because like your podcast does partially recommend restaurants and stuff in New York City." And I'm like, "That's fair," and I hear that. And so maybe yeah, but you like, also lived and worked in New York City for yes. an extended period yes. of time. You're okay. not a 22 year old who came to New York when this is a hot place to go. Everybody's in these masks people, and nobody's even allowed to be here. These people, like, it's it's unbelievable. These uh. people who are like. Like these people will be like the hottest place. To, like the here's like the best places to get pasta in New York City, and then they list the three most famous Italian I restaurants I know. in New York yes. City. I'm like, what are you bringing to the table right now? It's yeah, absolutely yeah, nothing. Yeah. You're a Google search. Yeah. This this I watched this one, this one particular one. She really drives me nuts. She was saying she was telling people tips for saving money on a night out, and she goes, oh my she God. goes, don't buy drinks out. The bartenders are making enough money from everyone else that you don't have to buy drinks if you don't want. <gasps> I'm like, okay. But if you on your platform is saying that to 30,000 New York like people going out in yeah, New York yeah, City, yeah, yeah, yeah. guess what starts to happen? No one buys drinks and everyone's just out. Yeah, and like I'm not saying you have to drink, but like you got to buy a Diet Coke. Like you do yes. have to like people are here to make money and you thinking that this is just like another room you get to sit in, not how the game works. Like, if I'm not no, drinking, no. I give the person $10 as a tip. Thank you. Just to be like, "Hey, I'll say I'll be like, "Hey, I'm not drinking tonight." Yeah. And I'm I'll give get them club a tip. soda, whatever. Like yeah, it's yeah. just like you got to play but like these it's like these people who are leeches like i actually record like because also these same people are all making a lot of videos this is like not funny but like people are making a lot of videos being like new york is feeling scary right now new york oh, is so crazy yeah, right yeah, now like yeah. i'm sorry new york it's like hey babe like the notion that you thought that new york has ever been like a safe fun playground is predicated on a level of elitism and oppression of other people's that is yes. so insane and the fact that you don't realize that is fucking crazy also the fact that you were on a metro north to greenwich connecticut the second the pandemic started yeah you can yeah. fuck <laughs> off like you don't get to you don't get to live in new york mm -hmm. you don't get to live in new york and completely take from this city and then the if you're gonna tell me that you're giving back by making a lot of money and paying taxes that go what to the nypd that does nothing sure. and like hey. what to like fun they didn't catch that shooter no a, a man <laughs> fixing a security <laughs> camera did yeah, are you hey, hey how many of them were out they didn't catch it unbelievable <laughs> Oh, the taxes, like, do you know, like, Hudson Yards was funded by, I'm, like, literally becoming, I'm, like, going on a job. Hudson Yards was funded for money that was meant for infrastructure in Harlem. They really? siphoned money from Harlem communities to oh build my Hudson God. fucking Yards. So it's, like, if you're going to live in New York and no say, idea that. yeah, if you're going to live in New York and say that you're a New Yorker, yeah, and you're not going to give back to the, to the lowest, like, the people that are the most oppressed on the most outskirts that are in the most need, and then complain about it when those problems trickle up because these people have nowhere to fucking go. Sure. You're not a New Yorker. You're a fucking leech. Absolutely. Yeah. It makes me so fucking angry. Yeah. Like, if yeah. you have not, like, have you volunteered once? Have you donated to anything once? Sure. Who are you voting for? Like, you also moved to this place and are taking from the people. Yes. Yeah. It's not like you're, you're even not from here. here. This isn't a place to do like Sex in the City cosplay. Do you know what 100%. I mean? Like, you saw girls. Yeah. I understand, but like, leave it alone. Yeah, and it's not, and it's, and I, I feel like those two examples make make, make it sound like I'm just talking about women. It's yeah, not dudes. No, it's no, it's dudes. men too. Dudes. And if anything, yeah, yeah, like yeah. the dudes are worse. Like yes, yes, yes. yes. It's like, but it's that t I see dudes all the time on TikTok that are like talking about like the best bars to go to and the shittiest bars to go to, uh -huh. and they'll dunk on this bar where I'm like, okay, guess what? Some people like going to that bar, and there's a bartender behind that bar and bar backs behind that bar trying to make a fucking living. Yes. So maybe make it not cool on the internet to not like this bar. Like just a thought. It 100%. makes me so fucking angry. Yeah. 
like you are allowed to have opinions and you mm -hmm. are allowed to communicate like if you're feeling unsafe you are allowed to communicate that but yes. you need the picture you are painting that New York exists for this one express population to feel safe and have fun and live their little playground life and everyone else doesn't and that all of the municipal resources should be built around that you are fucking deranged there are 11 million people in this city and like the fact that we're going to build everything around to support Tribeca is unfucking acceptable yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you need yeah. you should Agreed. need to we, we, you should need to have like a fun level verified and just like that you've gone out to to places that even i was telling this to my dad i was just complaining about the same shit and he's like so people could basically just go online google like top lists see which ones show up on multiple of them and make do. a tiktok and, and not do. even step foot in new york city and make money off they're of hot it. google just like, they're hot google yes. yeah these people it's, it's insane yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. robbie was like they don't even need to live in new york to do these no they truly yeah. don't they truly don't yeah, i you might start one about arkansas why not Hey, yeah. what's up? It's me. Yeah. Tell you the top yeah. three places are gonna be in Arkansas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just the branding of it. I was like, I'm a, I'm a real New Yorker. I know what I'm doing. And they'll be like, really, this place is a really great vibe. The clientele is really nice. It's like I promise you, there are racial undertones to that. Like I promise it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like oh, yeah, yeah. all yeah. of that shit. It's like it just makes me so mad. And it's also this like this like intense need people have to like take their lives and then broadcast. We're on a podcast. This is so hypocritical. But like, yeah, to yeah, take yeah. They're like. It's like if you like going to somewhere, yes, and you and your friends love that place, yeah. like that place is probably building up their own clientele as well. Like, th like broadcasting it out in this way to make it cool for everyone is like, why? Like, why does that have to be how it is? I know. I yeah, know. my favorite places ever to go were the because of the people that work there. Yeah, like I enjoy. Like it was probably convenient, and I liked the people that were there. I mean, that's why people loved McManus. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, back in the day, yeah. like, it wasn't the location, for sure. No. It wasn't the room, for sure. No, but, like, the bartenders sure. were the fucking best. And the tater yeah. tots. Like, and the tater tots. Like, Thank yeah, you. Yeah, Shout yeah, out yeah. tater tots. <laughs> Shout out the tater tots. But, like, but you know what I mean? It's like, oh. I don't know. I just think, and, like, I understand that I have a podcast where I talk about restaurants in New York all the time. But, like, what I try to focus on on that podcast is the culture of, like, industry as like the industry as an industry and a culture yes. and like the fact that I think society at large needs to contend more with viewing restaurants as a place where people work and you have to interface with those people and that as a business and as an industry and not just your fucking playground sure. and I think that like that's like what I try to highlight and yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah I shout out the restaurants I love and I celebrate but it's not like I'm not one telling you to go there and I'm not I'll never disparage like a rule I have on the podcast is I'll never disparage a restaurant on it like I that's will really never good. Yeah, that's a good yeah if I like I don't think I've ever said anything negative about a restaurant but oh. if I were to, I wouldn't name it. I uh, would like complain about what happened, but I wouldn't name it just because it's like I don't need to be like people are out here trying to make a fucking name. If like I'm not course. here to like dunk on these people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Now I feel bad. I just dunked on I New Haven Pizza for <laughs> two episodes. <laughs> Do you not like New Haven Pizza? No, I don't like it. I don't like it. That's yeah. a pizza, but you're talking but about the pizza, the, not that's the business. Different. And that, people yeah. like that pizza, so yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to survive. You. you can yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, food. What don't you like about New Haven Pizza? Because have you had the one with mashed potatoes? Because that one's really good. What the fuck is happening? What are you talking about with mashed potatoes? <laughs> I just remember one time when I was the one I used to do so mashed potatoes. I'm furious. This is like I, this is so long because I used to do my one of my big extracurriculars in high school was that I did model UN at Yale. So we would go to New Haven uh, for a week every year and do model UN at Yale. Skull and bones, huh? I'm I in it. Are you yeah. right? I didn't realize <laughs> they, let they, they let one high schooler in and it's me. Really? I couldn't get into Yale, but I got in Stone Bones. Fuck, you're lucky. You're a lucky <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Tremendous. Um, but I remember there being New Haven pizza, and I remember having a pizza that had mashed potatoes on it and thinking it was good. You know what? Uh, but I was like, I, don't, I wouldn't order it as an adult, but as a yeah, kid, yeah, I liked yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. 
No, but I think everything that you said about the restaurant stuff is, yeah, people are shitting on on bars and restaurants on TikTok and don't even go to them. No. I watch. I hate watch so many of those videos. Yeah, the algorithm is constantly I know, it. and it thing. sucks. That's the bad thing about TikTok. Is yeah. you watch one, you'll get another one. I'm like, all right, let's see what this dumbass has to I say purposely about skip. fiddlesticks and this. And then you're just like, how many of these? Yeah. And that's like, it's like, okay, like fiddlesticks is such a great example of one that gets yeah. like dunked on all the time. And I used to work next to fiddlesticks. I yeah, went to yeah, Rosemary's yeah. for four years, which is like three doors down from fiddlesticks. Yeah. And I... I've probably been to Fiddlesticks four times in my life. Uh-huh. Yeah. And was it exactly what it is supposed to be, which is like a divey, college Irish bar where like I just wanted a yeah. beer? Yeah. And if that's not your vibe, you don't have to like make it this thing where like we as a society have to shun them. Like yeah, people yeah, are yeah. going to go to Fiddlesticks. Yes. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, like, I feel like it's the same energy as like shitting on SantaCon. SantaCon is different because it actually does like severely disrupt the city in like it a does. horrific way. It's yeah. a little different. And that's like, yes. I think the people, like, it's like you can't shit on SantaCon the same way you shit on the, like, this bar is doing exactly what it's supposed to do, which is like sit there and provide like this space for people who it's want this. It's a closed store. It's a closed you door. You go in, into that environment. It's a closed store. That's what I'm saying. You're it's going like you in. could just like go there and not, but like the fact that you're making it like you're yucking someone's yum essentially. And, 100%. Like, yeah. Is it, like, do I have something, like, do I probably have some thoughts about you if your yum is fiddlesticks? Yeah, sure. But also, like, sure. God bless. Like, I don't also, give a shit because I'm not going to supposed to be friends with everyone thank you yeah we're not supposed to be friends with everyone also these videos are takes that have existed for 15 like Fiddlesticks has always not, been like a, a, a west village finance bro like yes and some people Vineyard like vines. that a time in my life yeah. i would have wanted to go there also if you run fiddlesticks out of town guess where the people that you don't like that are going there are gonna yeah, go yeah, up yeah, the, yeah. the yeah. bar you're at like yeah. what's yes. the goal yeah, yeah. keep them more yeah, fiddlesticks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to franchise. I'm going to open a fiddlestick yeah. franchise in Brooklyn. Yes. yes. It would do well at Williamsburg. It would. Oh, this yeah. It's kind of sad. Put it next to Barcade. Um, yeah. This was beautiful, Jake. This Thank you so, so much fun. for coming on. I could do this for hours. Yeah, I know. This was so fun. Is there anything that you want to <laughs> uh, uh, plug before, uh, besides the shows, the two shows? Uh, yeah. Come to my two shows next week on Thursday. Or my, my first show's next week, Thursday, 930 at Asylum. And then... Um, the following week at 7.30 at Union Hall. You can find those all on my Instagram or you should follow me at Jake W. Cornell. Beautiful. Please, please go follow him on, in your TikToks, Jake W. Cornell Same. also. yeah, yeah. Please go follow him. He's making hilarious videos. Um, Robbie, anything that you want to plug? No, just this podcast. At Loud About Nothing, baby. At Loud About follow Nothing. Follow us on TikTok. Yeah. yeah. Same stuff. Same stuff. Yeah, all you hotties, please, please, please uh, keep sharing the podcast with friends. We love that. All right, Robbie, hit the fucking music. Oh,